Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Moloch and Ball trying to cause Russia to attack America. For those of you who don't know what Moloch and Ball is yet, we would say it this way. America is angering the Russian bear. And I'll explain why that is. Or you could also say, what is Moloch and Ball worship? So I know we've got a lot of new people listening, so I'm going to back up and explain that briefly. A lot of people say, well, you know, this is what they're trying to do, and what they're trying to do is this, and this is their goal. Well, who is the they? Who is the there? Well, the answer is here, and I'm going to say that there's very few people that really understand it, but this is the real problem. Behind most of the evil going on in the world, these are the guys. This is the this. This is the secret group behind the curtain that does things under the table, that operates by murder and blackmail and extortion, those kind of things. All right, so let's first of all start at Exodus 23, 4. I'm not going to read all of it, but you remember the story. Okay, so Moses was coming down off of Mount Sinai. He had the two Ten Commandments in his hand. He looked down, and he saw them worshiping a golden calf. These are the scriptures having to do with it. Well, the name of that golden calf is Moloch, and in later scriptures, it also calls it Baal. Other places is also referred to as Dagon. Yes, I know Dagon's a fish god, but essentially it's the same worship. Now, this is a picture of one of their idols. In other words, the holy cow or the golden cow. If you look in the very center of it, it has the star, which we believe is Mark of the Beast. If you look in the top left corner, that's what the Mark of the Beast will look like. And I'll cover that in other times, but that would get me off my topic to go in and explain that. Top right corner is the number of the beast, and it also has the star of Rimfram, but we'll go on. Then we jump to another scripture. This is where it calls it Baal, so it's Moloch and Baal. Either one is correct. What do they do? They burn their sons in the fire and burnt offerings to Baal. Uh, what does that mean? They believe in human sacrifice, cutting people's heads off. And the more innocent, the better. The more pain, the better. So as the Bible says, when they would put their sons or their newborn children on the hands of this idol that had heated up to where the hands were white hot, and of course that would just basically cook the child, then as you read on down here, the prophets would then bang drums so loud that they couldn't hear the children scream. That's the way they worshiped their God. It's an unbelievable evil that we have a hard time, we Christians have a hard time understanding it. But these, make no mistake about it, these are the people behind most of the evil. They believe in not just drug trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, and they believe in eating humans. I know it's sick. I'm just telling you the truth. And drinking their blood, all sorts of unbelievable evil. Now, these are the people that we're trying to overcome. Let's go on. Here's what's going on. Revelation 2.9 says, I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews or not, but are the synagogue of Satan. There are a group of people, these Khazarians, are also Moloch of all worshipers. They, without getting into the long story here, essentially, they say they're Jews. Many of them even change their name. Matter of fact, they change their name on a pretty regular basis, but they're really not. And so they give Jews a bad name, but these are the most evil people on the planet, and here's their homeland. So I did a little research for you to show you some maps so you can understand what's really going on in Ukraine and Kazakhstan. 
So here's Ukraine, here's Kazakhstan. This is Kazaria, this is their homeland, which just happens to be in, yeah, that's right, Ukraine. So if you look up here, you see here's the kingdom of Kazaria, or where the Kazarian mafia, or the deep state, or the international bankers, this is their homeland. Okay, so up here's Russia, over here's Turkey, Israel, and of course Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. Well, that's what we're going to be dealing with today. Now, according to Simon Parks, which I don't recommend, he says that this is all actually planned out. And he says what they're really doing is they're sending Russia, at least at this point, some sources say, is actually trying to do good. Russia down into Kazaria to take over the Kazaria Mafia, to take over the land of these Moloch and Baal worshippers, and to try to clean them out. <laughs> it's filth. Okay, let's go on, though. There's more. Now, I'm going to read this, but I'm also going to give you a disclaimer. There's a saying that says, those that know don't talk. Those that talk don't know. These are the people that talk. And I've had several people in well-respected positions tell me, don't even read it. Don't even listen to these people. So I'm telling you right up front that they it is questionable. I'm not trying to attack these people. I hope they're right. Uh, but there is some questions about just how much they really know. So with that in mind, let's look and see what they say. It's dated January 5th, and it says, with this, I've got to skip some of the things there, normal banking practices where the bank had control of an individual monies would end. While new banking regulations would be in place that gave power to the people to handle their own gold asset-backed monies, on the, I probably shouldn't say that word again, the deep state was preparing a major false flag. Now, what's the false flag? It means that they do something to try to cause the outcome that they want. They want to try to change. It's the, the thesis, the antithesis to give the synthesis. It's get, cause a problem to which you give the solution which changes society. So when they say the deep state is preparing a major false flag, I have to wonder, and this is what's been in my heart since I read this yesterday, and I generally do not read this. Uh, again, I've been warned off by some very good people. I read this yesterday, and it stayed in my heart. This could be the suitcase nukes. And so I thought, I have to bring this to you today. The deep state is preparing a major false flag event for January. Well, that's what we've been saying. The alliance was going to let happen in order to red pill the general public, though they remained in charge of events. Now, let's read that again. Let's get what they're saying. They're saying the deep state. That's the Khazarian Mafia. That's the Moloch and Ball worshippers. That's the evil of the evil of the evil, evil, evil on the earth. Is was preparing. Now, I like how they say was, but then they go on to say they decide not to stop it. So it really should be is. The deep state is preparing a major false flag, and a false flag could very well be the suitcase news. The deep state was preparing a major false flag event for January. The alliance was going to let it happen in order to red pill the general public. Well, we'd like to see the general public wake up, but we don't want to see it that way. Though they remained in charge of events. Now, if you put that together, what it's really saying is that they've discovered these suitcase nukes and they've decided to allow them to set them off so it would wake up America. <laughs> well, again, I want America to wake up. I want to win a lot of people to Jesus. I want people to come out of their slumber. 
but I don't want to do it that way. I don't know what is a better way. I don't know. I mean, God knows, but we still need to pray against it. The USSR was back in while communism is out. Again, I do not know that this is accurate. Ghazari Mafia is out. The people of the USR now had a new constitution based on the Articles of Freedom, the same as the U.S. Constitution. <coughs> I hope it's accurate. Nothing to confirm it. Again, I'm, I'm putting a disclaimer in with it. But nevertheless, I felt I had to bring that to you about the possible false flag. It goes on to say the Chinese Communist Party would end. The CCP was in default, bankrupt, kaput, gone, would be replaced by a new Eastern Union of Sovereign, sovereign National States. Borders of countries all over the world were changing. Uh, see, I think that this is the good guys' plans, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to come to pass. I hope and pray that most of them do. The sovereign republic of the United States of North America, including all of Canada, will be forming a new union of states. Territories will also include Australia and New Zealand. See, I have to raise an eyebrow to that. I, 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 I just question that. But it sounds like they're in the process of forming a world government, doesn't it? Let's skip down. Now, here's the point you need to see. i got to skip those first few words, but the banking system is about to be under a new Starlink satellite internet. Well, we've been talking about that for, what, two or three years? Okay, wrote a whole book on it. Was set to start Thursday, January 20. Mm. I don't like the fact it says was. <laughs> so, I mean, is it stopped or is it changed? They didn't exactly explain. Nevertheless, what it is saying is our financial system is about to change. Now, remember that because as we get to the next thing, you're going to raise an eyebrow and say, oh, I see. I understand. Let's go on. HelTurnerRadioShow.com. And yes, I do. Thank you for sending your, your, uh, information to me, all kinds of videos. By the way, if you do send a video, please give me a time code and what you want me to see because I get lots of them every day. And it would be very helpful if you tell me. In other words, if it's 90 minutes long, I can't go spend 90 minutes watching. I get done and then I say, I wonder what they wanted me to see. See what I'm saying? So please tell me what you want me to see and a time code. But anyway, yes, I, I research a lot of different places, just that this Alturn radio show seems to have the information that fits with prophecy. Now, the problem is he's not a prophecy student, not saying anything bad about him, but he says things he doesn't understand how it relates to prophecy. Well, that's my job. He says, ferocious gun battles as the West tries to overthrow Kazakhstan government just like they did to Ukraine. Let's go on. He says, the video of the Almaty Kazakhstan today shows utterly fierce gun battles taking place in the center of Almaty with army troops engaging mercenaries sent by the British MI6, the U.S. CIA, posing as protesters who are armed with automatic weapons delivered out of trunks of cars. Well, we've heard of that before. The exact same way they overthrew the government of Ukraine in 2014. But this time, Russia is not sitting idly by trying to figure out who in the world is responsible. They know. Russia already knows, and British MI6 is responsible, along with the American CIA. They're doing this to destabilize Kazakhstan. Uh, no, that's not exact. We're going to get to the point. He misunderstands. They're doing this to destabilize stabilize Kazakhstan in order to install a puppet, gov puppet government there, just as they did in Ukraine. Once a West favorable new government is installed, the West will then try to bring Kazakhstan into European Union, USA sphere of influence so that to allow the placement of U.S. first strike weapons on the soil of Kazakhstan. 
Now, that, that's what everybody is being told, but that's not really what they're doing. We'll get there. Because of this location, Kazakhstan would provide a very short missile flight time of about seven minutes to Moscow and a Russian strategic nuclear missile silos. Such a short flight time would make it all possible, all but impossible, for Russia to defend itself against a decapitation missile strike by NATO. This makes the situation in Ukraine and now this new situation in Kazakhstan an existential, it's hard to say, threat. In other words... We are doing to Russia what Russia was trying to do back in the Kennedy days by putting missiles down in Cuba. Now, we didn't put up with them putting missiles on our southern border, and Russia is not going to put up with them putting missiles on their border either. And we don't blame, or we shouldn't blame. Okay, so then what's really going? Hang on, hang on. I'll explain it in just a second. I'm going to show you a video, and I got this off of the HalTurnerRadioShow.com website, and it explains and verifies what we're talking about. Continuing, Russian airborne and Spetsnaz troops were flown in this morning and are working side by side with the troops of Kazakhstan to engage in the foreign mercenaries and to put an end to this foreign initiated destabilization. In other words, America is sticking its finger in the eye of the bear. America is kicking dust, sand on the feet of the Russian bear, doing everything it can to make the Russian bear angry. Now understand. The Russian bear was started to destroy America. All of the prophecies, at least that I count on, all say it's Russia that attacks America. So what are we doing over there? Well, hang on, hang on. There's more. Dead bodies are piling up fast as troops engage looters, arsonists, foreign mercenaries armed with automatic weapons. As a result, Russia sent 3,000 Russian servicemen, total have been deployed to Kazakhstan, the Collective Security Organization is also sending 200 troops from Tajikistan, 70 troops from the tiny little Armenia, about 100 troops. In other words, they're gathering. Now, anybody looking at this, anybody that understanding what Dmitry was told would 
everybody would be saying, okay, this is, this is Russia's about to take out America. World War III is about to start. But because we have the prophecies, because we understand the prophecies, we can say, no. Now, remember, Coverstone was told, what, a week ago? Heard an audible voice say that the normal calm in the Eastern Front, this is not quoted exactly, is about to turn to chaos. So this is going to be chaos. We understand that, but it's not going to be World War III. It is not going to lead immediately to Russia attacking America. I think we still have some time. Uh, if I have any my way about it, it'll be a lot of time. But anyway, let's go on. So the goal is to wipe them out before the West can smuggle more into the country. This overthrow is being operationally controlled by the British MI6. The entire uprising is staged and manipulated by the West. Intel now also concerned ground troops from the 25th Special Purpose Brigade, or Scorpion, of the Kyrgyz, I can't say that, army is moving towards the border of Kazakhstan from its permanent deployment in the city of Tokmok, with permission from the government of Kazakhstan. So what are we doing? We are moving troops. And another report said there was like a 1,000 M1A1 and M1A2 Abrams tanks offloaded into, I forget the name of the country, and they're also heading over to Kyrgyzstan or to Belarus or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. But the point is, America is egging on the bear. America is doing everything it can to start a war with Russia. Why? Most people don't understand it. One more, I'm going to get to it here. One more thing, then I'll show you. So here is a map. Now, to understand what we're looking at here, here's the Black Sea. Here is where they're fighting right now. Here's Kazakhstan. Here's Ukraine. Russia is up here. So what the plan is really supposed to be, Russia is supposed to be going down into Ukraine, the homeland of the Khazarian Mafia, or the Moloch and Baal worshippers, and supposed to be taking them over and stopping all of their money laundering and human sacrifice and dirt and filth and evil from around the world. Okay, so since the conspiracy... The Moloch and Ball worshippers always operate from behind the curtain, under the table. They are the most subtle beast of the field, like their father. They can't do it openly, so they always have to do it behind the curtain or under the table, or they do it behind the scenes. So what are they doing? Since they're in control of the JB administration, since they're in control of America right now, they're bringing America down to defend their homeland. That's what's really going on. America is defending the Moloch and Ball worshippers because what? That's who's in control of America right now. Hang on, there's more. Big lines at local gasoline stations. People struggle to buy food since most shops are closed. We've been trying to tell people, you know, you need to get prepared. People cannot withdraw cash and large civil unrest. People who have not planned anything rush out to buy gasoline food and find gas stations mobbed or sold out. Banks, ATMs only find they cannot get cash. Credit cards don't work for the same reason, meaning get prepared. Now let's talk about some prophecy. Let me show you what's really going on here. April 1997, Dimitri Dudeman. I kneel beside my bed to pray as I do every night before I go to sleep, and after I finish my prayer, I open my eyes, but it was no longer my room. Instead, I found myself in a forest. I looked around to my right and saw a man dressed in white, that's the angel that would come to him, who pointed his finger and said, See and remember. It took me a while to find out what he was pointing at. Well, it was a small bear who seemed to be half dead. Well, that's Glossonost and Perestroika. 
As I continued to watch, the bear it began to breathe deeper, and with every passing minute, it seemed to revive itself. As I watched, it also became angrier. That's what we're doing now to the bear. We're making the bear more angry at us. Angrier. It then began to grow. Soon it was larger than the forest floor, and it grew even larger and continued to become angrier. That's where we are. It then began to paw the ground so that when its paw would hit the ground, the earth would shudder. The bear continued to devastate, meaning that when the bear attacks, when the bear attacks, it will be a surprise attack, and she will devastate America. And the next part is talking about NATO, the nations that come after her. The bear continued to devastate all that stood in its path until it came upon some men with sticks, NATO, trying to defend it off. By this time, the bear had grown so large, so powerful militarily, it crushed the men underfoot and continued to rampage. I was stunned by what I saw and asked the man standing beside me, what does this mean? At first, they thought the great bear was dead. That's Perestroika and Glasnost, what, back in the 80s, okay? As it will begin to stir once again, they will consider it harmless. We still do. Most of the people consider Russia harmless. Suddenly, it will grow strong once more with purpose and violence. God will blind the eyes of those that continue to trample on the sacrifice of Christ's blood. Well, for you to trample on the sacrifice of Christ's blood, you have to have Christ's blood. That would mean it'd have to be a Christian nation, and that would be America. God will blind the eyes of those that continue to trample on the sacrifice of Christ's blood until the day the bear will strike swiftly. This day will catch them unprepared, and it will be just as you saw. The man then said, tell my people the days are numbered. Now look at this, look at this, look at this, stop what you're doing, look at this. And the sentence has been passed. That's the biggest thing I don't like about this. I'd like to think we could pray for a softening or a delay or maybe even pray it away. But when it says the sentence has been passed, it's saying that the judgment has been set. It's saying that gavel has come down. The decision has been made. Okay, fine. If we can't pray it away, let's still pray for a softening or a delay. If they will seek my face and walk in righteousness before me, I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approach. If they only look to the approaching danger, they too will be caught up and trampled underfoot. Only in righteousness will they find safety. What's that saying? It's saying that if America were to start repenting, and have we seen any repentance? Have we seen churches fill up? No. Have we seen sports stadiums fill up? No. Have we seen a lot of people turn to Jesus? No. No. All of the stuff with DJT and all of that whole four years, we didn't see any big revival. So America hasn't really been turning to Jesus, have we? Consequently, God has not shown us the problem with the bear. Very few people see the problem. If you listen to the news, oh, it's China, it's China. China's our big enemy. China is not the problem. What the prophecies say is the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one hour. God will raise up China and Japan and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back them to the gates of Paris, but they make the Russians their leader. Under the leadership of the Russians, all the world goes now to attack Israel. It's Armageddon. 
Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she cries for Messiah. Jesus returns in the clouds, defeats the armies of the earth. We're probably going to see that in most of our lifetimes. So what do we do? We ask Jesus into our heart. We make certain that everybody we know has Jesus in their heart, but it's got to be more than that. We've got to stop sinning, repent, turn to Jesus with our whole heart. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much, he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Now, I need to tell you about an upcoming meeting that Leslie and I have been invited to, and I want to invite you to come to it, too. So this lady out of Columbia, Missouri, has contacted us and asked Leslie and I to come and speak at a GLOW. Now, many of you know that it was once called Women's GLOW, but this is both men and women speak. Don't get concerned about the name there. It's going to be us speaking at the meeting. Now, Who's Leslie? Well, Leslie is my wife. She's a prophet, and she's a real prophet. She's not a blessed prophet. She is a prophet like under the Old Testament prophets. She's going to be talking on finding the courage to lead as a warrior and a second talk stuck in a rut hut. Now, the first one is kind of giving us courage to fortify our heart for the difficult times coming. The second one is how to not get down and depressed in the trouble that's coming. And she's also got a meeting coming up, Train the Prophets. While it's not all just for prophets, it's for anyone that wants to be trained as a minister. And it's coming up April 21 to April 24. You go to traintheprophets.com, find out all about it. Then I'm going to be talking on two topics later on that afternoon. Noah's Ark confirms the Bible. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I talked about it briefly. I'm going to be showing you pictures and everything. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, show you what the Mark of the Beast looks like, the number of his name, and all of that. Now, if you want to go, it's April 2nd, 2022. Doors open at 9. I'll speak. Actually, Les talks from about 10 to about noon, and I take from about 1 to 5 in there. Registration is $25. That includes lunch. It's at the Drury Plaza Hotel, Columbia East. You do have to call and make reservations. So to do that, go to prophecyclub.com. I encourage you to sign up for Train the Prophets training class. That will be April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. It's not just for prophets, nor is it just for apostles. It's for all those that are called to be in ministry. So that's April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. Go to traintheprophets.com. Sign up quickly because there is a limited seating. I'm going to show you how I make wheat bread in about 60 seconds. Now, it actually takes two hours and 30 minutes, including organizing all of the ingredients which I have already put together. So first thing I do is I turn on the meal. I let it wind up. I put in four cups of wheat berries. That's what the wheat berries look like. They're just seeds. You can see what they look like. That takes about 30 seconds. That's turning the seeds into flour. Real flour. The way God intended it. 
Always let it spin up before you put the wheat in. Now to keep it a little quieter, I'm going to put the lid on. There you go. That's it. 30 seconds, took four cups of wheat berries and turned it into flour. Now, I take the wheat flour right here. Nice wheat flour. I'm afraid to tip it too much, but there you go, wheat flour. This is, as it says here, water, salt, honey, olive oil, and two eggs. And this is the thermometer that is reading 100 degrees. We even send you the thermometer. Then we pour it into the bread machine. Then we pour the wheat on top. Then we put in the lecithin and the yeast. So, I have added the flour here. Now, what I do is I, first of all, I add a, 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 a tablespoon. Actually, it says two tablespoons. This way I do it, though. A pretty good helping spoon. And I just put that off to the side. Then I move the flour around and I dig a little pit for the yeast. And I keep the yeast in a sealed container. It goes bad if you just put in the refrigerator just uh, in the bag. So then I put a tablespoon of yeast right in the little grave and I cover that up. And I'm done except for setting it. So now I open the bread machine. I put all of the, I'll take the thing off. I don't want to cook that. Put this in the bread machine. I already have the bread machine preset to the settings that I want. Okay. So then I push here and I go up to number 12. There. And that didn't seat good. There. 12, and then I push play or go. Two hours and 20 minutes from now, I will have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of bread. Total time, two hours, 30 minutes. My time, 10 minutes. josephskitchen.com josephskitchen.com It's God's famine food. It is the cheapest way that two people can live in a time of famine, josephskitchen.com. So now our bread is finished cooking, and this is what it looks like now that it is all finished cooking. And it is a perfect loaf. Then what we do is we take this loaf out, which it's too hot for me to touch, so I'm not going to take it out right now. But what we would do is put it in this bread slicer. The bread slicer comes with your mechanics package, and then you just put this in here, and slice your bread like that. I also, the, the knife comes with it. We do not supply, apply the bread box, but I do recommend you have a bread box. And then what you want to do is keep your bread in the bread box like this. You want to keep the light off of it and uh, keep it moist. And I wanted to also show you what it is, the difference between whole wheat bread and the stuff in the store. Okay, so this 
is a one pound loaf I just bought in the store. That's one pound, okay, compared to, if I can get this, three pounds. This is a three pound loaf. In other words, this actually has some weight to it. Why? Because it's not all air. It's actually nutrition. This is not. Now, I want to compare one of the slices. So this is one of the slices from the nothing bread. This is one of the slices from my bread. You can see the difference. See that? Two slices of this a day sustains a person. Probably a half a loaf, probably a whole loaf every day would not sustain a person because there's nothing to it. The nutrition part of it has been taken out. So if you look at the difference here, that's the reason we say two of these kind of slices is a meal and it sustains you. Uh, so I suggest that you take this out. Again, it's too hot for me to take out yet. I mean, I, I can dump it out, but take it out, put it in the slicer, slice it up, put it in the bread box. The bread box is not part of the mechanicals, so you have to choose one, and you'll probably have to choose a large one because it, the, the loaves that come out of this are so much larger. Anyway, so it's excellent bread. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.